Thank you, Pastor Roy. Thank you so much. Well, good morning, church. Oh, how good is it to be in church this morning? It's great to see you guys here in the room in Loughborough. Welcome to all the guys in Leicester and to everyone who's part of our online family. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. I know we've got people tuning in from all kinds of time zones. It's so good to have you join us. Really hope that this service blesses you, encourages you, and inspires you. And this morning, we're going to be looking at two verses in Galatians 5. If we can have them on the screen, that would be awesome. 22 to 23. This is a new King James translation. It says, but the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against such there is no law. And uh, this morning I'm going to be continuing a teaching series called When Life Gives You Lemons. You know, sometimes in life it's amazing. Life couldn't be better. It's just awesome. Everything's going right. Everything you touch seems to turn to gold. Life's amazing. Sometimes in life, it's the complete opposite. Maybe something really, really bad happens, or maybe just everything is going wrong. And more often than not, we're somewhere in the middle of these two. You know, some stuff's going good in life, and then in other areas of our life, life's given us some lemons, so, you know, some challenges, so, some, some things that are a bit bitter and a bit sour. And this teaching series is all aimed at giving you a biblical strategy of how to deal with the lemons life throws at you. Because how many of us know sometimes it feels like life throws them, not just gives you them. Um, so what do you think when you see the title? When life gives you lemons, make lemonade. lemonade, Proverbs. No, I'm kidding. It's not in the Bible. It's not. That's not a Bible verse. Um, I, hate, I hate that phrase. When life gives you lemons, make lemonade. You know, you're sat there. You've got your lemons. Life's a bit tough. You're like, oh, I've got some lemons. And someone comes up to you, well-meaning, but they come up to you and they're like, hey, just Angie, life's giving you some lemons. Just make, make lemonade. And then they walk off feeling like they've just solved all your problems. You're sat there like, but I've not got the ingredients to make lemonade. I've only got some lemons. So unless you're bringing me sugar, water, some glass bottles to decant it into, a gas infuser because I don't want flat lemonade. It's not the 1960s. I want some fizzy lemonade. I like pink lemonade too. So I want some rose to go in there to make it nice. Who likes pink lemonade? Come on. I think God's called us to drink pink lemonade. That's a different message altogether. But I think it's a stupid quote, when life gives you lemons, make lemonade. So the title of my message today is, when life gives you lemons, make a fruit salad. Now the lemons life gives us, they're inevitable. They're going to happen, right? Life's gonna, there are going to be challenges that come our way. And I think the challenge with lemons is they can make us bitter and sour. I don't know about you, but I don't want to become a bitter, sour person. In fact, I'd go as far to say, I don't think God's called us to be bitter, sour people. You ever met a bitter, sour person? You ever met a bitter, sour Christian? Yeah, I think we all have. And I don't think God's called us to be bitter and sour. I think he's called us to be sweet. I think he's called us to be something different than what the world is. I don't know if you've been on Twitter recently or even in the YouTube comments on YouTube. Not obviously on our videos, you know, our online family is very nice and sweet. But I don't know if you've been in some YouTube comments. Like, it's crazy, isn't it? People are bitter and sour. I think God's called us to be sweet where the world is bitter and sour. I think that's what a generation needs. I think it's what your school needs, your college, your workplace, your university. I think it's what the world needs is some sweet Christians carrying a sweet spirit. And we all get lemons in life, don't we? We've all, we all get lemons. 
me and my wife, we had a lemon um, last week, or no, a few weeks ago. Um, we had that month, you know the month where the car MOT, the car tax, the car insurance all comes out, and then you've got to have the work done on the car for the MOT to pass, and it's all very expensive, and you start going in, you know, you start moving the money around from the savings into the current account, you get everything sorted, and we're like, okay, boom, we're going on holidays, so we want everything sorted, so we're like, okay, make sure there's enough money for rent in this account, boom, perfect, sorted. Let's go on holiday. So we go to Wales on holiday. We've got a three-month-old daughter called Aria. My wife's called Amy. We travel down to Wales. We're staying with my parents, which is awesome because you can just give, you know, baby to grandma and we can just sleep. <laughs> Finally, we can sleep without getting woken up every two hours. How many parents know what I'm talking about? And um, so we get this wonderful night's sleep. I wake up a little bit early just because I wake up early. About half six in the morning, first lie-in my poor wife's had in months. First night, we've had a full night's sleep. I wake up a bit early, about 6.30 a.m., and I, I get that message on my phone. I don't know if you've ever got it from the bank that says, put some money in the account ending in blah, 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 blah. And I don't know the, my account number off the top of my head. Um, put some money in this account, or we're going to get charged because you're in your overdraft. And I'm like, okay. This is a lemon life's given us. There was supposed to be enough money for rent. It wasn't even supposed to be zero. There's supposed to be a lot of money in here. How are we in our overdraft already? Life gave us a lemon. So how did I deal with this lemon? Well, let me tell you. Obviously, I'm the preacher this morning. So I dealt with this lemon amazingly. <laughs> Badly. I woke Amy up at half six. First line she's ever had in, in like three months. I'm like, Amy! We're in our overdraft. So what's the password to the bank account? Here's a little tip, by the way, for any married people. Don't wake your wife up at 6.30 a.m. First line she's had on holiday. Don't do it without a caffeinated beverage. Just, in fact, don't wake them up that early when it's their first line to ask them what the password is for the account when you made the password in the first place. Safe to say she wasn't happy, but she was gracious. I was not. I was stressed. I was, I was, I was stressed out of my mind. I was panicking. Cost us the first morning of our holiday because then after we got all, everything sorted, you know, it takes a while to like calm down. I was panicked. I was stressed. Um, everything was going really crazy. I ruined Amy's morning. I was bitter and sour with the, li with the li uh, lemon that life gave me. So what's the challenge? I think our challenge is, or let me personalize it to myself and you can personalize it to you, is that when life gives us lemons... We get so focused on the lemon, we forget about the fruit that God's given us. We forget about the strawberries of love. We forget about the papaya of peace. Can we have the verse back up? We, for, we forget about the, the, the passion fruit of joy, the blueberries of long-suffering, the huava of kindness, the pineapple of goodness, the mango of faithfulness, the banana of gentleness, the cantaloupe melon of self-control. I gave them all the fruits. You can remember them easier. I don't know if that helps or not. It's probably not a very good mnemonic device. But the truth is, life's going to give us lemons. I think it's about staying sweet. You still have to deal with them. The truth is, I still had to deal with the banking stuff. It's not about, hey, just, just be all these things and life's going to be fine. No, I still had to get on the banking app and get everything sorted out. However, could have done it in a much better way. Didn't have to be bitter with the lemon life gave me. I could have stayed sweet. Rather than waking Amy up in a panic, I could have lovingly and kindly woken her up with a cup of coffee. Rather than rushing, could have had some patience. I had till 5.30 p.m. Didn't have to do it at 6.30 a.m. Rather than, rather than being blinded by panic, I could have gone into the situation with the clarity that the peace of God brings. And um, it's not about ignoring the lemons. But it's about remembering the fruit God's given us. And I know what you're thinking. You're looking at that. You're like, Fraser, that is a huge to-do list. You want me to do that every day? That's a lot. Like, life's given me some lemons. Like, we're all busy people, right? I know it's summer, but we're all busy. We've all got to-do lists as long as our arms. And it's just, 
it's just crazy. You want me to do all of these different things every day? Like, I can't do that. But the truth is, this is not work. This is not work. It's the fruit of the Spirit. You can't make fruit. Fruit grows. And my first observation on this verse, I've got three of these, is that fruit grows. This is not a work for you to do. This is what happens when the Holy Spirit's at work in your life. This message is not about doing. It's about being. It's not a checklist we work towards. It's the result of the Holy Spirit working within. I can't make fruit, but I can tend to the root. As I said, it's not about us doing more. It's about us being more. What does that mean? What do I mean? Well, In order to have the fruit of the Spirit, you've got to be full of the Spirit, right? When Paul talks about being filled with the Spirit in Ephesians 5, it's it's a sense of a continuous, continuous filling. It's not just like when you become a Christian, the Holy Spirit starts living within you and, 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 and that's job done. No, 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 it's a continuous. It's more like be being filled with the Holy Spirit. It's not about waiting for an event to be filled with the Holy Spirit. It's about be being filled. It's a continuous thing. It's not even a weekly thing. It's a daily thing. Some days it's an hourly thing. Praying, God, would you fill me with your Holy Spirit? I've got some lemons. Would you fill me? so that I can deal with what life is throwing at me. And God's not a stingy God. He, he's not withholding. No, no, he wants to pour his spirit out to those who are willing and wanting his Holy Spirit. He wants to fill us. And the truth is, I can't make a nice, sweet, gorgeous fruit salad with fruit that's a month old, right? So it's going to be moldy and kind of minging. And I've never eaten moldy fruit before. I don't want to, but I'm pretty sure it's going to be sour and horrible. In the same way, I can't deal with the lemons life gives me from an ex- with an experience from four years ago. Like, I need the Holy Spirit to be filling me daily. It's a daily thing. It's not about doing. It's about being. It's about allowing the Holy Spirit to work in our life. It's the beauty of it. This isn't a to-do list. It's a grace that God gives us that I can deal with the lemons life gives me and stay sweet. Because I'm not doing this in my own strength. I'm doing this in his strength. So when when God starts to grow this fruit in our life, this fruit starts to show. That's my second observation is fruit shows. Being sweet, it shows. What do I mean by making a fruit salad? Well, love. It, it means love. If we can have the, the verses up again, it means love. Like this isn't some like love island, like feeling, like emotional, uh, flitting to and fro kind of love. No, this is a principle. This is selfless, sacrificial. The original word is, is agape. It's used in this passage. It's a deeper love. It's not dependent on the external circumstances. It's dependent on the Holy Spirit. Work in my life. Joy. I have joy no matter what life throws at me. I've got the joy of myself. Jesus has already done enough for me. Doesn't matter what's going on around here. I know what he's done in my heart. He saved me. So I'm going to keep being joyful. And joy, by the way, is expressive. It's not some deep, mean-faced joy. No, it's expressive. I'm going to praise him with everything. Peace. You know the peace God gives you? It transcends understanding. Even when I've got some lemons in my life. You ever had the peace of God? Doesn't make sense. Like I've had it before where I was stressed peace of God, and then I'm now worried because I'm no longer stressed, because I I should be stressed about the situation, but the peace God gives transcends understanding, long-suffering. Other translations say forbearance, patience, endurance, perseverance, consistency. All all that means is it's a strength God gives us to keep going, even when life gives us lemons. And I know there's some people in here who life's not just giving you lemons, but life is really, really tough at a minute. And I want to encourage you, first of all, 
the fruit of the spirit isn't some fake happiness and we'll just stick on a smile and pretend the lemons aren't real. No, they're real and actually sometimes we've got to deal with them. But what's amazing is the fruit of the spirit doesn't just give us all these things, but it give, doesn't just keep us sweet and prevent bitterness, but the fruit of the spirit equips you to keep on going even when life gets challenging, even when life gets tough. So can I thank you for being here. You inspire me. Thank you for showing up as part of our online family. You inspire me in Leicester. I know sometimes life's tough, but keep showing up, keep going. You're not doing this in your strength. You're doing this in God's strength. He's not left you. He's not even with you. He's within you. The same power that rose Jesus from the dead dwells within you. You can keep doing this. Kindness, being sweet towards others. Goodness is similar to kindness, but more with an emphasis on generosity, faithfulness. I mean, look at Pastor Roy and Pastor Lydia. Faithful, faithful people, faithful to church, faithful to God, faithful to people. Even when life's thrown them lemons, I've done this journey with them for what, eight, nine years now. Life's thrown them lemons. Life's been tough. Life's been challenging, but they've kept being faithful. They've kept being worshipers. They've kept building God's church. And look at what's happened as a result of them being faithful. We're coming out of a pandemic with more locations than we had going into it. Online families thriving. That's what happens when you're faithful. That's what happens when you're filled with the Spirit. Come on, how much do we love our lead pastors? Gentleness to be gentle, to be humble. Self-control, to not live by impulsive desires, but to live by godly principles. And when this fruit grows in us and this fruit shows in us from the Holy Spirit, we start to stand out. We start to look different. We start to be Jesus calls it to be a light. We start to be a light in our worlds. We start to glow. And my third observation, fruit grows, fruit shows, and fruit glows. As Christians, you know, you're called to glow. You're called to glow. You're not called to be the same as everyone else. You ever had lemons squeezed on a fruit salad? The bitterness and sourness of the lemon, it doesn't it doesn't take away from the sweetness. If anything, it enhances it. It complements it. You know, the, like if you get a sweet and sour from the Chinese, the sour brings out the sweetness. There's something wonderful about that flavor in the same way that when life gives you lemons and you keep being fruitful, you keep being sweet, it almost validates your faith to other people. Because people think, yeah, sure, you believe in God. Nothing bad's ever happened to you. But when life starts giving you lemons and you stay sweet, you stay fruitful, you start to glow. You start to be attractive, not in a boyfriend-girlfriend type way, but in a sense of what's different about you. How are you still so full of joy? How are you still peaceful? How are you still loving when everything in life says you shouldn't be? Because when there's an opportunity and everyone expects you to respond with hate and you respond with love, oh, you glow. When everyone in your school is downcast and sad and you're full of joy, you glow. When everyone in the office is stressed out of their minds, but you've got that quiet peace of God about you, you glow. Oh, you stand out. When life gives you lemons and tempts you to give up and quit and you keep going, you glow. When you could be mean-spirited, but you stay kind, oh, you glow. When everyone's stingy towards you, but you keep being generous towards everyone else, oh, you start to glow. When everyone's unreliable and you're faithful, you glow. When you could be arrogant, you stay humble and gentle, you glow. When there's an opportunity for you to be impulsive, but you have self-control, you glow. When life gives us lemons and we stay sweet, well, first of all, you'll enjoy life a whole lot more. Second of all, you'll impact people more than you can even begin to imagine. Sure, life's going to give us lemons, but don't forget the fruit God's given you. You've listened wonderfully well, church. If you're, thank you. If you want to stand to your feet, if you want to stand to your feet, we're going to go back into worship in just a moment. But I just want to, um, I just want to pray over people, you know, including people who are part of our online family, guys in Leicester. If you, if you guys want to close your eyes, I just want to pray that God would fill us 
afresh this morning. I don't know when the last time you, you, you prayed that was, but if you're wanting God to fill you afresh today with his Holy Spirit, that these wouldn't just be words that we've read, but this would be a reality that we live. I'd, lo- I'd love you to pop your hands in the air just to signal that you're willing and wanting the Holy Spirit to fill you afresh today. Hey, even if you're at home, this is a, is a great opportunity for you to just say, Holy Spirit, I want you to fill me afresh. Amazing. There's hands up all over this place. Amazing. Lord, we thank you so much. Jesus, we thank you for coming. We thank you for living. We thank you for dying, rising again from the dead, ascending to heaven so the Holy Spirit could be poured out. Holy Spirit, I pray, fill us afresh today. Fill us to overflow. Lord, let not this not be just words that we read, but a reality that we live. Lord, I pray you'd fill us afresh. We would not leave the same as when we came in, but when we leave this service, we would leave empowered, encouraged. Lord, I pray for anyone who's struggling with the lemons life's given them. Holy Spirit, I pray you'd lead us. I pray you'd guide us. I pray you'd comfort us in this moment as well. And Lord, as we go back into this song, Lord, we are just so in awe of everything you've won for us. We've got joy, not because of what life gives us, because of what you have given us. We've got the joy of our salvation. So for every captive, we're going to sing a little bit louder. For Because we love Jesus, we're going to raise our hands a little bit higher. Because the Holy Spirit's at work with us. We're not going to be silent, but we're going to make some noise. We're going to lift the roof off this place with some praise.